0: Welcome to another episode of the Duke Lot Show. And today, we have a very special guest. We would like to introduce Jafar Musa. He is such an inspiration. He is a Black Muslim. And today, we're going to talk diversity, faith, uh, food, mission in life, and religion in the workplace. So today, I would like to introduce to the audience, Jafar, how are you today?
1: As-salamu I'm doing very good today, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for being a part of my show. Uh, Here at the Duke Lot Show, we strive to bring the audience in to experience different cultures, different races, different faiths. And today I'm honored to have you as a guest to be able to reach the audience and let them know that we are all about um, spreading the message of diversity uh, with a positive, healthy energy that allows us to experience different cultures and faiths and people and colors and be able to have a seat at the table and everyone have a voice. So I want to ask you, how long have you been a Muslim and what led you to practice your faith?
1: Well, um, I've been a Muslim for about 15 years. Um, um, prior to that, I was a Christian um, and I've been practicing my faith my whole life, practically, because I was, um, I was raised in a practicing Christian family, um, very, very uh, prominent in the churches that all my life. Uh, but yes. uh, in my mid twenties, I was kind of disillusioned a bit. You know, I had a lot of questions that uh-huh. that they just could not answer or didn't know the answers to. I should say. Um, and then um, I moved out to DC for a while and. You know, got out as as they would say, out into the world. And, yes, and uh, and but eventually though, I I came right on back home. I when I came back home in two thousand seven. Uh-huh. You know, I was ready to um, because I figured, you know, maybe I didn't have a maybe the the problem wasn't with the Christian faith; it was with right. me. I right. thought I was going to change me and try to try it all over again. And, uh-huh. And it was worse than the first time, unfortunately. Yeah. And so hey. I kind of just left alone. Then and then like right after that, you know, when I was really, really searching, asking God, you know, what what is your right your your correct way? What path do you want me to take, you know?
0: Yes.
1: And that's one day when I was at work, I met a brother. We would just happen to be talking after work and you know, and he just nonchalantly answered the questions that I had been you know looking for my whole life and right and so just that's where it all began you know
0: and that's and such I a blessing to be able to experience that and have someone uh to talk to about something that you wanted to learn so how long have you been uh practicing uh islam
1: oh actually i've been practicing this when i started 15 years ago when he answered those questions i um started delving into islam and i accepted the faith then and I've been practicing since 2007, so almost 15 years.
0: Yes, that's, a, that's almost a life, lifetime for some people. That's, right. that's so awesome to hear that because in those 15 years, I'm sure that you've learned a lot and you've been dedicated, but um, in those 15 years, there had to be steps that you took to um, become better at your faith and mm-hmm. um, as far as prayers. And so mm-hmm. I'm interested to know, um, In Islam, how many times are you required to practice um, or to pray um, a certain uh, amount a day and at certain Mm -hmm. times of the day?
1: Yes. Yes. Well, um, as for practicing, um, we are worshiping every day, every moment of our life. Um, Islam is for every part of our life there's never a time in our life where we're not practicing Islam okay. and for our prayers we pray five times a day yes we pray before sun up we pray at noon we pray afternoon uh like around just before the evening then we have an evening one and then there's the night one. Oh, okay. there's five prayers a day and yes. they are required you know Women have uh, some different requirements because of their monthly cycles. They can't pray during their monthly cycles, so they have some um, leeway. But as sick those days where you cannot pray, you are required and encouraged to make them up. Yes,
0: and that's so that's so awesome that you
1: and um, I'm, I'm, let me elaborate just a little bit, please. Yes, sir. Those are just the required prayers. Most okay. Muslims add extra prayers on each time they pray. Okay. You know, sometimes they'll pray two or three prayers. Right. In addition to the obligatory prayers.
0: You mentioned that uh, ladies are required to um, pray at different times because of their body. No, 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 no. Uh, they,
1: don't, they don't pray at different times. They pray at the same times. Everybody <laughs> prays at the same time. Okay. Just when they're going through their monthly cycles, they do not pray.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I understand.
1: Time. Yeah, because they're going through a cleansing. So that's the time they don't, they don't pray. They're not required to pray. But other okay. than that, we are required to pray. That's a big, big thing.
0: Yes. And it's important to me because I have friends that are Christian, Jewish, Muslim. And so I kind of want to, you know, make sure that people understand that different faiths have different beliefs and they yeah. have different times that they pray.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, all the Semitic religions, prayer is very big because, you know, I'm, um, Like you said, the Jews they pray three times a day, I believe. Okay. And uh, and the Christians, I mean, Christ told them to pray unceasingly, so prayer is very important. Yeah. And all of it.
0: Yes. So, um, I would like to ask, um, what's your experience as being a black man and being a Muslim in America? How has that been for you since you
1: converted? Well, I've had. I mean, it's converting to islam i mean it's well i guess it was the same treatment i guess i get as a muslim i experienced as a black man so i mean i mean being the most hated race and the most hated religion so yeah you know it's <laughs> like uh i mean unfortunately it's that way and but not all not all people are that way and all places are that way but um right it can get tricky it it can get tricky but um but because of the faith it does wonders for that. I mean, it makes it so easy. I mean, it's, you know, I don't, I don't worry about, you know, those types of things anymore. You know, I truly believe that Allah is my God, is my protector, you know, so it's, um, it, it works out, you know, and, and in my, and I've had great experiences, you know, I live in Northern Michigan. Right. Where, where there are very few black people and I'm, and I'm probably, me and my God brother, probably only Muslims, there's just another Another mosque just opened up, actually, on one of the college campuses. But um, you know, there's, you know, not a big Muslim presence. But I have not had to deal with too much, um, a a bit of racism, but against my religion, a, more curiosity than most, you know, and many things. I get a lot of people are curious, like especially when they see me pray at work or something. Right. Oh, they go, they go ham on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I wanted to lead into. Is mm-hmm. as um how has religion and the workplace been for your experience as being uh, Muslim and practicing Islam?
1: It has actually, you know what? It has been wonderful. You know, um, yes. no one has ever said um because I, mean, I have to pray at work usually about um three times, three to four times a day okay. depending on when I go to work. You know, so somebody's gonna see me pray, but everybody's always just been curious. Okay, my prayers and not um. You know why is he doing that or why is he saying that of this yeah
0: and that's and that's beautiful that you've never experienced um uh that kind of um uh what would i say what would be the word to use that that kind of um uh segregation as far yeah, as what phobia, you believe.
1: Phobia, phobia, we call it yes. yeah we don't have to deal with, I, I've never had to deal with it. You know, I've, I've, I've spent more time explaining why I do what I do, okay. than, you know, and it's, and when I should be working, <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, so, <laughs> so actually, like I said, I've had, you know, I've had a gr- I've had very, very good experience, especially at work. You know, there's been times where we've had um, banquets or luncheons and stuff while we've been at work. And yeah. in the beginning, they didn't understand my food requirements. Okay. But you know, like I now, like when we have a pizza party, you know, I get a text from the plant manager, you know, <laughs> right. asking me what I want. I and I before I had a whole pizza to myself, but there's another brother <laughs> at work who doesn't eat pork. So me and him get to split a whole pizza. Nobody gets that. So it's okay. been a blessing.
0: <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, right? That's so yeah, awesome. Yeah. And that's but all, take, you know, that you just shows that shows diversity and um in the workplace and, and that's yeah. very important that we uh, that we show diversity, equality, and inclusion in the workplace because a lot of places don't have that and, that, and that's so good that you've experienced that. So I yeah. wanna ask you, uh, leading into the food, um,
1: what does that <laughs> look
0: like for you and what do you eat and what do you not eat?
1: Okay, um, we, um, we eat halal. That means something that is permissible, whereas haram means forbidden. It's um, similar to kosher, if you know about the Jewish. They they only eat kosher food. We only eat halal foods. Okay. And, you know, I'm actually a halal farmer. I live on a halal farm. That's when I retire, that's what I'm gonna be, inshallah, God willing, I'll be spending my time doing. You yes. know, you know, food has to be raised a certain way, treated a certain way, and it has to be slaughtered a certain way, you know, okay. for it to be permissible for us to eat the meats in that sense you know and certain meats are and so, like certain meats and certain drinks are forbidden from for us like the meat that's forbidden from us is pork okay. uh thing that's dead like you can't come across some it and eat that or or anything that some other name has been evoked about, that you bless the food in somebody's name other than god we're not okay. allowed those items okay so i do have to ask a question then so
0: mm-hmm. growing up i grew up in a predominantly christian environment yeah. and one of the things that they taught us about pork was that when jesus was casting out the the mm-hmm. uh, the bad spirits he sent them into the pig. Right. So um how does that interpretation work for you as a muslim?
1: Um, that that is I'm not sure. I don't think believe it, that's one of the um uh, the, the the muslim um we have a we actually have a lot of a lot about jesus in our faith. That's okay. not one of them, but if he, if he sent the unclean spirits into the pig, I mean, yeah. it's almost open and shut for me. And also, Christ was a Jew. Yes. Jews don't eat pork. And okay. and Christ also said that I have not come to, to break the law, but right. to fulfill it. I've come to show you how to live it, the proper way of doing it. But he said, I'm not coming here to break any laws. So okay. one of the laws of the Jews was no pork. So yeah. well,
0: well you just right. like that's that's just opened my mind man and I hope that it does the same thing for the audience because I have Jewish friends mm-hmm. and I have Christian friends and I have Muslim friends mm-hmm. and one of the things I didn't know I didn't know that Jews didn't eat pork I really did not know
1: yeah, that yeah wow. they do, yeah they they're they're just as staunch on as we are
0: okay know? so um how does it work for you being a halal farmer uh what do you grow what do you do to the animals? How does that work in, well, in in your experience? Well, the
1: the um the the animals have to be raised. We raise goats. Um, we're we're in the process of getting some sheets. We sometimes have cows, but we also have um we raise our own meat chickens and um um egg layers, and we also have some game fowls that we also sell. Okay. And we have our own garden. We have like a two two acre garden, maybe you know. Okay. I, so we we do a full thing here. Yes. We also have, a, we slaughter, what makes it halal is, I mean, it's the, the, the right the right animals, but they have to be slaughtered okay. in a humane way. And that is very, very, very important. You know, and they have to be slaughtered in God's name as well. But the way that you slaughter them, you know, they have to feel the least amount of pain. You know, okay. they can't, and, you know, when we slaughter, say that like the day we come to slaughter the goats. Okay. We have to slaughter it so that the other goats cannot see them being slaughtered, and you have to, you know, clean the blood up before you bring the next one out,
0: wow. so they're not
1: frightened. So they're not because you know when an animal is um in in fear, uh huh. There's a chemical that that permeates through the body, okay. And that's you know that's not a good thing for us, okay. For, you know those chemicals of that you know, but we you know so that's uh so it's very very, you know, it's it's ah. Uh, I wish I could have you, I could have you <laughs> see it because we haven't done. Maybe I'll give you a video sometimes. Send you a video link of somebody doing the halal on the farm. You get a good idea of what yes. we do about it because it's it's a very very sacred thing. And that's
0: something that the audience could actually you know to learn something about that. Then maybe they can you know jump on um, on on the. Social media or whatever, and find out how that how that process is being a halal farmer.
1: Yeah, you know, or any farmer, and you come to the point where you have to raise your own meat. Mm-hmm. You would be very, very, you know, picky and okay. and excuse my, you know, very anal about what goes into that cow that's going to go into your body. But we'll go to the to the store, to the grocery store, and just pick out some things. Grab this, there, this, this, this. You know, uh-huh. don't know what they fed them. We don't know. You know right. what you know, because when you know when it comes down to the bottom line, this is a capitalism, capitalistic society. Money. Yes.
0: Yes, and and that's part of the whole thing is that yeah. people don't think about what they put into their bodies. Sometimes, as far right. as the process of the animal being slaughtered and mm-hmm. uh, being brought to you know our table, um, very little, very little thought is taken to that, unless you're very conscious about that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And the other thing that, like, now I said, those are the foods. Mm -hmm. uh, Now is the drink. And everyone knows um, alcohol. We are from alcohol. Any of these are intoxicants we are not allowed to take. So.
0: Okay. And so, speaking of uh, what we are doing with our food, how do you think we go? Uh, forward as a country, as far as being tolerant towards others' beliefs, religions, uh, races, and faiths, how how do uh, how do we go forward with that? What advice would you give someone to help people be more aware of what somebody else is practicing or what they believe?
1: Okay, uh, that's a good question. Um, as for my my thing is is being tolerant. Okay, you know, tolerant. I mean, to me, what tolerance? You know, you know that. Even though that person is completely different, they do everything different than I, they believe differently than I do. They go about things differently than I do. But there's also a lot of things that they do the same as I do. They wake up, they go, they eat, they sleep, they eat. You know, they have thoughts and ideas just like I do. You yes. know, they may not, you know, there's a saying, it's like, you know, to you be your religion and to me, let me have mine and you have yours. Sometimes we have to agree to disagree. Right, but we agree on the things that we do agree on, you know. So being tolerant is, if you can, if you can, if you can get to that point, Mm -hmm. you will be at peace here. I mean, you, I mean, that person, you know. I and I'm not saying like, like, um, be tolerant with what we, what all cultures would consider evil. Okay, I'm not saying be tolerant in that. Okay, you know, I'm not saying be tolerant in you know things that hurt society. But I'm not saying, you know, be belligerent either. either. You know, there's a way about, because you got to look at this. If, if you can see, if you're trying to bring somebody into your way of thinking, uh huh, the way you approach them, right? the way you, I was to say, the way you reproach them. Okay. It has a lot, lot to do with They may not even want to listen to what you have to say. Yes. Because of how you approached them, how you came about it. You know, I know you don't, you know, like what I do or care what I do, but why do you have to approach me like that? I'm still a person, you know? So yes. we have to think about that. We really, really, do.
0: And that's very key to um, just being tolerant and being social and being caring mm-hmm. of others' feelings and how they might see the situation. Because when you approach a person, if you approach them in, in the right way, if you approach mm-hmm. them in love and in peace, usually you get that back.
1: Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So how does dating look for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, there is no dating in Islam. There is okay. no dating. I mean, there's a the what what the rest of the world considers a courtship. Uh-huh. It's just like um I can say supervi- a couple of supervised meetings right. before you get married, but you know, it's you know, it's it's um it's a it's an arrangement that has to be arranged and you have to find Someone who's compatible, you know. You can marry for beauty, for wealth, for lineage, you know. But the best to marry for, you know, is um righteousness. Yeah, you know, you get to, you get a righteous man and righteous woman
0: uh-huh. who follow
1: the tenements of Islam. They're gonna find love. Love's gonna come. They're yeah. going to have, you know, and and that and, and that, it has to be built that way. I believe because I'm and I'm I'm over fifty now, okay. so I you know. That quick stuff, that, you know, that <laughs> that quick, you, you see her right away, just want to know, you know, you yeah. got, you find you find somebody you're compatible with. Right. And, you work, and you work through the tough times. Okay. You know, that old couple that, that's that been, you know, they're so old, they look like, they look alike, you know, like <laughs> brother and took, they've been married for so long. You know, yeah. they've been through, they've weathered the storm, you know. Yeah. And through that, you know, love, you can't love nobody you've never met. Right, you can't love nobody you've only you know that you've only seen. You have to know somebody to love them, you right. know. And, you know, so it's uh, it's it's tough, you know, because we have to go and and women want certain things and men want certain things, and when you're working it out, trying to get you know, trying to get a a a, a an agreement down, sometimes it just doesn't work out. I I envy the <laughs> Muslims, you know, who have the arrangement. But, hey, but, then, so, but then there's some arranged marriages that they don't want to marry at all either. So, yeah. So, no. for
0: a Muslim mm-hmm. um, or someone practice, practicing Islam, is it okay to marry someone out of faith or do uh, people usually stay out of faith? Because mm-hmm. I know sometimes I know that. Um, I have Christian friends that have different kind of marriages, and I have mm-hmm. uh, other friends, and I'm just wondering how that works out for, for Muslims if, or people practicing Islam.
1: If they're not eligible, okay, for the men, if
0: uh-huh. they're
1: not eligible um, women of Muslims around, we are allowed to marry Christian, um, chase Christian women, or or, or I, I believe, I think the chase Christians, we're allowed to marry them. Okay, but um, the the um, and that's because I the men lead the household, so and that and that way, the woman she could either follow her husband or Uh continue her own faith. But we tend because we like this, we tend to want to marry a Muslim woman because you know whatever your mother's religion is, that's probably what the children are going to be raised as. Right, she's the one who nurtures them. She's the one who's the main teacher. The man's out providing. Right. (laughs) So that's so we try to get a Muslim woman, but if we if we cannot find one. Yeah. We, will, we can't marry a Christian woman. But as for the women, <clears throat> unfortunately, I don't I don't believe it's um they are not allowed to marry. Only a, a Muslim woman is only allowed to marry a Muslim man, yes. and it's not because um something to put her down. It's to protect her because, because um, the man um, she could be forced. The man runs the household. Right, he could be forced to change her religion, uh huh, because he's a different, different. religion. Right, you know, it's harder for her to hold on, so it's better for her to marry a Muslim man that will protect her religion. Because there's a lot of you know couples that are you know mixed marriages and religion, and it becomes a, a, a you know a point of contention in their marriages, you know, and the right. children, the yes. children as well, so. And it's, that's it's allowed, one, but it's not, I don't think it's too much I don't think it's that much encouraged unless it's uh it's really, really necessary.
0: And um that's one of the things that me um I've written a book about interracial marriages that mm-hmm. and uh relationships that I'm going to publish here soon. And okay. to me, what you just said, it just um it shows so much diversity because people sometimes stick with each other, and to me. If uh, you know, I know that you said it works out different for the woman than it does for the right. men, but um, it still shows some diversity. Don't,
1: it's a relig- religious marriage now, interracial marriages are all over Islam, that's, that's oh. very, very big in Islam. It's actually encouraged in Islam, and I'm
0: glad you said that
1: it always has been since the days of the prophet. Okay. the prophet had, had like a total of nine wives, and they were all some of them, like. I think less than a quarter of them were Arabs. Some were African, some were Indian. Some he had many wives, and we are encouraged to marry wow. outside of your race. You marry for righteousness. When right. you start marrying for race, you're gonna get. You might end up, you know, end up being stereotypical race. You don't want to find we end up that way, you know. So, and 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 to say, um, like I said, like the family I come from, mm-hmm. I had like my brother, my my youngest brother is in an interracial marriage. And my, my first co- like two of my first cousins are interracial marriages. So it's um even in my, my Christian family growing yeah. up, we, we were uh, you know, a very, very big family. We had a lot of races, white, Latino, black, we didn't all of us were all yeah. married. All families. <laughs> so Yeah. And you know, and and, uh, and producing children, you know. So Yes. You know, and, so and
0: that that makes for a fun uh family gathering, I bet, yeah. huh?
1: It does it does?
0: <laughs> it really does. So, what kind of uh, diversity advice would you give someone um, that is um, just thinking to learn more about um, a different culture and okay. just to to educate themselves? What advice would okay. you give?
1: Okay, um, I think I, if it's okay, I'm going to take it a different way. Okay, I have the question to the audience: Have you ever looked at creation? Yes, Daddy. In creation, have you ever seen just one leaf, just one tree, just one kind of grass? Have you ever seen just one color of green, one color of red? How many different color purples are out there? You know, God is the creator of of diversity in all things. You know, I mean, think as a child. Now, no two snowflakes are alike. Right. Everybody in the world before you and after you has different fingerprints. Yes. No two zebras have the same stripes. Yep. Is that happenstance? No. That is. That was on purpose. That was. That was part of his creation. Can you imagine how boring it would be yeah. if everything and everybody looked the same? We had one kind of plant, one kind of animal, one kind of human, one color, even one sex. It just doesn't make sense. You know, diverse I mean, the world is diverse and yes. we are part of it. And and if you look at what, what the world calls nature, it doesn't battle with itself. Right. It only has problems it, when we get involved. Yeah. But the trees and the grass and the animals, they never go they never go past the bounds. You know, they they know their place within it and they strive to keep that harmony. And we have to do the same. And the only way I believe that we're going to do that is through tolerance. We have to tolerate the next man. We have to believe that he is, his life is just as important as you think your life is. You know, we have to, you know, and understand that God made us racist tribes and nations so that we would know each other, meaning that so that we would get to know each other. Well, this is what we do. What do you do? Wow, you do it like that? (laughs) Well, I never heard of it. Well, guess what? I heard they do it like this over (laughs) there. You see how small the world starts to become? That's why we we, we would have nothing to talk about. We would have nothing to do if everything and everyone and every iota of creation was the same. Wow,
0: man, that is so powerful. I, I truly believe what you just said is like the key. We would all be so bored. So it's just the zest and the zeal and the fun of life to be uh diverse. It's just it's everywhere you look if you look close enough.
1: Yes, I agree. I so agree. what
0: what would you like the world to know about Joffer? What would you like the world to know?
1: what to know about yeah <laughs> Joffer is a, uh, a black American Muslim man who's striving, striving to to win the reward of this life. You know, we Muslims believe that all of this life is but a blink in our existence. This is just the test of for the afterlife, which is going to be the real life, the eternity. Yes. And so, I just want to, uh, I want to, I want to fulfill you know all that I need to to win that to win that reward and that reward is heaven you know and sometimes I falter but but most times I don't you know so i I just keep moving forward and i um and and i'm I'm striving I don't want to, I want to be the good guy I want when I, when i'm when I'm gone, yeah. I want to say you know, He helped whenever he could. He had a good word to say to somebody whenever they met him. You know, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't out there just partying. He wasn't out there, you know, he really cared about people. He cared about the state of the world. He cared about his soul. He loved his family, you know. He loves, you know, the life that Allah has given him. But I know it's all, this life for me is just an illusion. Because we believe in the afterlife. All the Semitic religions, the Jews, the Christians, and the Muslims believe in judgment day. And that's what I want to pass that test. So I guess that's what I want the world to know because that's where if if I say or do anything, hopefully it's coming from that place and you understand why I do what I do, why I say what I say, or why I can't do that, or why I can't say that, you know. Yes. And so... Um, I want to tell
0: the audience again, you say, um, I think you've been a Muslim for 15 years. Yes. Yes. And that's just like, that's a long time. That's almost a lifetime for some people, you know, and um, I very, very much appreciate you being a guest on the show. And I look up to you for uh, just sticking to what you believe and not letting anyone change it, because in those 15 years, I guarantee you, you've been through a lot of ups and downs.
1: Oh, I have. I have. I have. Yeah. But I have to admit though, there's been a lot more ups than I have downs because I'm constantly growing, constantly learning. Like right. they yeah. always say, nobody can know all of the Quran. Right. Nobody yeah. does. I mean, so it's I'm I would never right. stop learning my religion until the day I die. So yeah. I got something to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
0: um I know that we brought the audience in a a lot closer into Islam and, um, and being a Muslim and being a black man in America, practicing that faith, because sometimes um, it gets lost because it can't be so easy all the time, you know, and Mm -hmm. I appreciate you just sharing your stories of diversity and how the workplace has been good for you and how your whole experience since converting has, has made you a better man and a better person
1: it really has thank you
0: so i would like to ask you three quick questions okay um where do you see yourself in two years from now god willing
1: two years from now god willing i'll be um my uh my hello farm will have grown a bit more i'll be doing a little bit of the same that i'm doing now you know i I don't see too much change from now Uh not in two years no.
0: okay nothing wrong with that but i would imagine that um if you aren't focused on seeing too much of that you're focused on going forward and not back yeah,
1: yeah that's what right. i'm going i'm just going i'm moving forward but i'm i've since i've been a muslim in like these last few years um the the quick growth is okay. kind of like fast money <laughs> right yeah you know stay long you know yeah. you know it's that it's that that plodding. you know that that trudging you just got to keep going and keep moving forward you know and then you're like you know today on the farm you know we had some customers come through and a lobby praise i mean we had a great day today it's not like that all days. <laughs> sometimes sometimes they don't come through for months you know and you but you have to keep feeding you got to keep going got to keep shoveling you know and it can become trying. So I mean, I don't see in two years. I just see my, you know, my my farm growing. We're getting more livestock, and you know, because we we breed here as well. So that's yes. what I see things doing. So, um, what
0: would you say is your favorite saying?
1: My favorite saying.
0: What do you mm. say to someone, or what do you say to yourself? To what 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 what, what is it looked like for Jaffer to give himself a pep talk to get him going?
1: Oh, 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 um, no, it's, it's actually, we, we, I, I just, I, we have duas for that. I have little prayers for just about everything, you know, and, and what we have a thing is, it's called vicar, you know, the remembrance of Allah, certain words you can say and just, you know, and that's what I do. I just start to remember Allah. That's okay. what, that's what, that's what the Muslims do. When, when, Remembering a law opens a lot of doors. It can soothe you. It can, con- I mean, it's, you know. And we have, and you can just remember him just by by repeating some of the, some of the the names of a law. You know, it is um, yeah. I don't have like a, or a, a saying anymore. That's because yeah. one, because most things were probably kind of vulgar back then. <laughs> you <laughs> could Get your butt up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But no, uh, you know, I just make a prayer to Allah and say, you know, Allah help me, you know, and, and I believe he's yeah. going to help me. I mean, you have to. I mean, I really, I was a Christian, you know, I was born a Christian. So a lot of stuff that I did, it wasn't out of really belief. It was more out of training. This is how we did it, you know? And so, but now, you know, I'm I'm, I'm older and wiser now, you know, it's, it's really different when you believe. Right. No, what you—it's—I uh, can't explain it. Other than that, it is—it is, <laughs> so, is a different experience.
0: <laughs> what would you? What advice would you give a person looking to learn more about Islam, or what advice would you give a a young Muslim uh, that's just starting out in their faith and and mm-hmm. just starting out practicing?
1: All my young brothers, stay strong. My young sister, it gets better. It gets worse. It gets better again. And then it gets worse again. Yes. You know, when he's the better, the stronger your faith, the more tests you're going to have. Right. He said, I'm going to test you with your wealth, with your family, with your livestock. He's going to test you in every area of your life. And he tests those that he loves. Yes. He tests those. That's, that's what I would tell them. So stay strong. It is, yes. it. it is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. You know, yes. I've I, I lived, like I said, I've been a Muslim for 15 years, but I'm over 50 years old. I right. know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. And we appreciate
0: that. And um, I want to thank you so much for uh, being a guest on the Duke Live show. And mm-hmm. uh, we look forward to sharing this with the world. And um, we look forward to sharing it with the audience. And just giving that information out about, what it's like to be a Muslim about Islam and the diversity of it. Um, so, what would you um, like people to? How can we get a hold of you? Um, do you have social media? Do you stay off social media? Actually,
1: uh, I stay off social media. Um, yes, I, I don't have any platforms, um, and I'm, I just, you know, I'm just around. I don't. There's no way to really reach out to me. <laughs> But hey, I would but that's
0: okay. That that means but, more time to do other stuff, right? Yeah, but
1: I would like to say though, and just like um out of, out of all the questions that you've asked me, you know, um, know that if there was anything that I've said wrong or anything that was incorrect Islamically or socially that I did not, that was not my intent. And please don't hold it against Islam or other Muslims, you know, or against the law, because I'm I'm a human and I'm imperfect. And I may have said something incorrectly. So just yeah. bear with me and you know and and pray for it.
0: And that's uh, so beautiful to say, because we all uh, should be striving to be the best people we can be. And that's what this show is all about, is about bringing the world closer, uh, us, us all having a seat at the table and, and just furthering that dialogue. So here at the Duke lot Show, we would like to thank you, Jaffer, for being a guest. Uh, we're honored. We feel privileged. And thank you for sharing your story with the world and being able to convey that message of hope, diversity, and just what it's like to uh, be strong in faith. Thank you so much for being here today.
1: Uh, All praise to God. Thank you very much.